Welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. That man making the sound of the two Red Bulls uh, crapping out all weekend is Andrew Berger. Hey, Joe. How you doing, man? That was probably my favorite race of the season. Oh, yeah. Tied with Monza. Any race where the Red Bulls were kind of just away. <laughs> yeah. There's this funny TikTok I saw where this guy literally takes a piece of paper and puts it on his TV and crosses out one and two when it's mm-hmm. like Max and Checo. And then he re like he takes a marker and it's one, two, three, four, five, like starting <laughs> on third, going to last. Yeah, dude. Basically being like, that's the actual race. Like third onward for most of the season because that's where like actual battling is happening and it's less predictable yeah ex- exactly i wish i think one thing with the formula one tv broadcast is they do obviously they have to focus on the front runners and the back markers but i feel like they do miss a decent amount of battles that happen in the middle Obviously, these people don't have eight eyes to see everything, and there's only so many cameras, but I feel mm-hmm. like there's definitely a bit missing. You know, there's there, there are things that are missed, and but also when you're a spectator at the race, if you don't hear the telecast, you have no idea what's happening yeah. because cars are lapping cars. And yeah, when I was at the race in Miami, my brother, I met up because he ran around to take photos. He was like, who won the race and what place was everyone <laughs> in? Because I was just taking photos and I had no idea what was happening. Honestly, I wish I saw more of Gasly because he had such a great race. And then I literally didn't know anything that was happening with him until like uh, I was watching like post-race coverage. And they're like, phenomenal racing from Pierre Gasly and did an interview. He's like, this was the race of my life. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that's now that you mentioned that, I completely forgot what he even... Was he sixth? Yeah. What was he? He was sixth. You're right. My phone now. I forgot I have a picture of myself up because I sent it to you of my new office. I mean, hey, man, a little bit of narcissism never hurt anyone. <laughs> now I'm setting it to my background. Lewis Hamilton would have himself as his background. Oh, he totally would. And it'd be like a picture of him from behind, like with two fingers up or something uh, in front of like a crowd. That would be like his lock screen. His lock screen? Yeah. But then his unlock screen would be Roscoe, his dog. Yeah. Yeah, gotta love Roscoe. I mean, pet, the, but like people putting a pet on for their background, I, I can't blame that. We all love our pets. Sixth was Gasly. Yeah, Gasly. Fifth was Verstappen. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he had a little bit of a, a battle with uh, Verstappen. And Lawson earned his stripes. Oh, ninth. Yeah, man, points. But doesn't get the seat at AlphaTauri. Not confirmed yet, but... So from what I'm reading right now, so this is being recorded... Thursday, September 21st at 9.47. Oh, now 9.48 p.m. Happy fall, um, y'all. Uh, they said Yuki, it's pretty much like confirmed that he's going to get it, but it's like not announced yet. Uh, mm-hmm. And Daniel's safe because he is a celebrity. Do you think Formula One has turned for the worst because they're keeping specific drivers in due to their celebrity status? I mean, I'm sure they kept drivers in due to their financial status. So we're just kind of trading one for the other. If not, yeah. now we have both. It's a value market now. It's not monetary. I mean, Danny Rick, I'm sure he brings in sponsors, but they have to pay him millions of dollars. Yeah. But 
I don't know the inner economics. That would be interesting to learn. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, because he does like, a, even their like shuttle bus stuff, because I was going to go to Austin this year and I get all the emails and they're like, come to take the shuttle bus from downtown Austin to Coda. And it's a picture of Sergio Perez and Daniel Ricardo, which is so strange to me because there's no max. I, I understand Sergio Perez because huge Mexican population. He, he has a huge fan base in Texas, yeah. but like not having max is so strange. They have Daniel Ricardo, the, I would say the second driver for AlphaTauri. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty he's, much. He's the, the Ryan Reynolds of formula one. In what the, way? He, he's on a million commercials that I was on a Ryan Reynolds kick last night. I was on his, uh, his advertising website company and just watching all of his brilliant commercials that he did that he came out with like just like at like you know so quickly like for his products like so he has mint mobile he has aviation gin does he have another one Deadpool. yes okay so his movies his movie career is another one but like does he have any other company i'm sure he has more companies oh no rexham rexham yep the the big one yeah football team with the dude from it's always sunny yes uh, and that's it. But I mean, that's one hefty portfolio. Oh, yeah. I watched the video where Ryan makes a drink called the vasectomy. You know, he just takes the bottle and like dumps it all into this glass. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, they, you know, you hear the beep cue and then it shows the actual cut. So sure. Just a little comedy skit. It's, it's so clever. Drink. It's just so clean and neat. Yeah. I'm sure that was all planned. It's like Top Gear or the Grand Tour. It's all yeah, planned. Yeah. I mean, he is an actor. The job of an actor is to make it look natural. So, yeah. That's what he does. That's why he makes the big bucks. Carlos Signs. Let's talk the- Carlos Signs. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got to mention him. We're like eight minutes in on this thing. We haven't even brought him up. Inigo Montoya won the race. Can we talk about Big Brain on our boy, on our beta boy? He... We got him wrong. Carlos signs literally giving DRS to Lando so he could battle off first George and then once George just clipped like, that wall and then crashed that... into the barrier, which was sad to see. Then It Lewis. was, it had to happen. Think about it. George had his two biggest accidents I've seen have been so that one and then the one where he wanted to pass Botas before his move to Mercedes. It was in the wet. Russell got his Williams two wheels on the wet curbs and just slammed into Botas. And then blamed him for it. Yeah, I think it's the pressure that gets to Russell. Russell, he can't handle it. I mean, he's still relatively... This is his second year with Mercedes? Yeah. Yes, second year with Mercedes, you know. Hi, everybody. Joe Leonardo here. And this is Andrew Berger. Along with being the hosts of Stateside F1, Andrew and I are audio engineers with thousands of hours of podcast experience. Between the both of us, we've worked with a wide variety of companies, from Google to Discovery, as editors mixers, sound designers, and even social media managers. If it's a companion podcast for a TV show or just a hobby among friends, we can help you with your podcast. 
feel free to reach out to us at statesidef1 at gmail.com. He's no Liam Lawson. <laughs> Nick DeVries is slowly turning. Or Oscar Piastri, who's murdering it. He just signed his contract for till 2026. Yeah, it's Logan Sargent. Lawson won Sargent's seat for sure. I mean, he deserves it. That's another person. We were just talking about people that get seats not based on their merit, based on some other, you know, thing. Um, and although I love having Logan Sargent, I was actually looking on Etsy for like a Logan Sargent shirt, like but like an old NASCAR looking shirt. Oh, yeah. One. Uh, but they're, I don't know, just it was very like shady looking people on Etsy, so I didn't buy it. Anyways. Um, Welcome to Etsy. Everyone's saying like, oh, he's going to get a seat next year just because like Williams wants, you know, the American audience. And I think there's like an American investors in Williams, too. Yeah, they own an American company owns Williams. Yeah, there you go. Sargent was just they they pushed it too early. They couldn't wait. Logan Sargent is like yellow pasta. I learned that that you know how you can buy dried pasta in the supermarket. Mm hmm. So obviously you want fresh. The freshest pasta is the best pasta. Yeah. The more yellow the pasta is, it tells you that the quicker it was dried and the quicker it's dried means that it's less healthy for you because there's a chemical that gets created during that drying process as it gets dried quickly that is, I think, poisonous. Oh, wow. Like some sort of enzyme is created when you dehydrate the pasta really quickly or something? Yeah. So how does that relate to Logan Sargent? Because they he wasn't ready. <laughs> he he needed he needed to some more time in the dryer. Okay. All right. He needed to be slowly dried. He needed to be sun dried. Yes. Yeah. And he was he was flash frozen. <laughs> yeah. He Logan Sargent needed to be the sun-dried tomato that he is. Yeah. But now he's just flash frozen supermarket sushi. Yeah, he was Formula 2 and what was his background? He was Formula 2 and he he didn't win a championship or anything, right? Was I don't he good think in Formula so. 2. <laughs> I, I thought he was in Indy. I thought that was his thing. No, he was he was in Indy. I know, I know he was in F2. Apparently he is a famous brother and uncle. Imagine if they like were in the military, then they'd be sergeant sergeant. I feel like you have to join. You have to get drafted if like the the possibility that that can happen. You'll be sergeant sergeant. Speaking of sergeant, his Logan Sergeant's uncle, Harry Sergeant the third. So he's a shipping magnate in Florida. So this guy's fucking loaded. Excuse my language. Mm-hmm. And he's a former officer and fighter pilot in the United States Marine Corps. Whoa. So he operates expansive multi-billion dollar conglomerate of private global enterprise consisting of aviation companies, oil refineries, and oil trading companies, and alternative fuels. So Sebastian Vettel, get that networking in. Oh, wow. And his company, International Oil Trading Company supplies aviation fuel to the U.S. military in Iraq and grosses billions of dollars annually. Wow. I feel like when you look into the background of any, like, Formula One driver, there's obviously, like, someone that is very successful or very rich. You know, you don't have to do much digging to find out, like, you know, 
that they come from, you know, some place of like privilege or something. It's it's a very difficult sport to get into if you're poor. I agree. Harry Sargent the third also graduated from Top Gun. What? Yeah. That's awesome. He continued to serve in the Marine Corps Reserves as a pilot, graduating from the Navy Fighter Weapons School, in quotes, Top Gun. I didn't even know that was real. No, Top Gun's real. It's not called Top Gun because, you know, that's that's the movies. Yeah. But, yeah, no, more popularly known as Top Gun. Yeah, dude, Top Gun. I, I don't care what anyone says. Both of those movies are masterpieces. Oh, my God. I, I watched the uh, newest one. Over the winter, it was on Paramount Plus. Yeah. So just on a TV, I didn't even get to see it in IMAX or in a movie theater. And I got to say, I was like, during the the flight scenes, I was like banking left and right. And like, Dude. oh my God. And I was like invested in the movie. Dude, I mean, it was very predictable, but it was it Yeah, was the funny. plot was cheesy, simple, but it's not about that. It's about seeing Tom Cruise take, what was it? How many Gs? Like seven. Yeah, like six or seven Gs. And all his 50-year-old face get, like, pushed backwards. You can see him just fighting for his life. That's not acting. That is real. I'm actually reading something here on Crash, Crash Crash.net. And it says, apparently, Liam Lawson is quoted or he was interviewed. But he he, says, Lawson wouldn't be happy with F1 2024 reserve role. Ugh. If you got a reserve driver role after the performance he pulled, that's such a downgrade. I mean, he's he's doing more than what Nick DeFries did last year, and he got a seat. Nick DeFries actually might end up going back to Formula E. Yeah, I'm still upset they pulled him out of Formula One. I don't think they gave him enough time. I agree with that, 100%. Max Verstappen, man, he was salty this past weekend. It's back. Honestly, this is the Max Verstappen we kind of know in... <laughs> from before everyone's (laughs) like oh max Verstappen's so chill and cool it's yeah it's easy to be chill and cool and nice when you're winning every race yeah and you actually have to like lose with grace that's harder to do so him being salty this reminds me of you know this is 2019 Verstappen this is this is older Verstappen or as an older as an younger Verstappen older time-wise younger is what he was at the time anyways you get what i'm saying (laughs) the way hamilton took the loss from what 2021 oh yeah i don't think verstappen would be able to like compute that if that happened to him in a couple years imagine if that happened to red bull like imagine christian horner and how annoying he would be people crap on total wolf all the time like Dude, imagine if Horner had to deal with that 2021 Abu Dhabi result. They could have eaten it better because Max hadn't been champion yet. But if this is like Max, like three or four time world champion sequentially, and then they just like, you know, lose it on the, you know, the last turn of the last lap. Yeah, dude. Horner would sue. I don't know. I feel like they would they would go crazy because think about it they would be like oh them, they're trying to keep lewis hamilton to win all the world you know all the the driver championships like he, they want to keep him as world champion um so they fixed it for that to happen i, I can like already see the narratives and they would kind of be right and like like i mean yeah i know. want hamilton to win an eight i think that's awesome no but i mean like they would be right in the sense that it was a very crappy thing to do to unlap those cars i mean uh, we're rehashing 
Something yeah, we, we always on. end up here every time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Exactly. Uh, you know what I was thinking? Because I was watching uh, some of the Inside Line. It's a great YouTube channel. They just have great 10-minute videos about the latest and greatest news of Formula One. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up the Inside Line. Yeah, it's awesome. Ooh, yeah, it's a channel. Yeah, dude. And the guy's voice, it's like the guy from... Uh, you know what's the what's the youtube channel where they do fake movie like commercials oh yeah yeah the movie trailers fake movie trailers yeah i don't remember the name of that channel oh i'm already subscribed to this oh yeah Oops. dude no it's a great channel so they they mentioned how helmet marco apologized to checo about being a violent racist <laughs> I I was so surprised that good guy Sebastian Vettel didn't peep up about anything of that scandal. He did kind of give Max Verstappen a side jab when people were like, do you think Max Verstappen is like rising to this occasion? Do you think he's great? Like, can he be better than Hamilton? And Vettel's like, well, you know, Hamilton won seven world championships, basically saying no way Max Verstappen is better than Lewis Hamilton, blah, blah, blah. I, I saw this. Yeah, I saw this clip. And he said in a very, I think in a yeah. very polite way, he said, at, like, right now there's no comparison. Yeah. Because, like, two versus seven is a huge difference, you know. I think it was a nice way of doing it. But him and, him and Lewis are, like, pretty close, though. Are closer than the average Formula One of that era, at least. Yeah, like Sebastian's friends are him and Kimmy. <laughs> and I think uh, Lewis is yeah. Lewis is the only person that Sebastian follows on Instagram. Really? He only follows one account, and it's Lewis no Hamilton. No way. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's funny. Yeah. That's a statement. Wait, is that still true, or am I just literally spewing garbage? I mean, usually it's up. garbage, I but, think that's you true. know. Yeah, I think like yeah, I'm 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 at like a good sixty forty for what's true and what's not. I'm not going to tell you what's what. Yeah, let's see. So follows twenty three accounts. Oh, so it's changed now. It was it was only one before. Follow he follows the entire F one grid. Okay. Oh, maybe I just saw a like meme thing and then I just decided to say it on the podcast. That's fine. We're uh. We don't have to subscribe to any news source because we are our own podcast. So, but I think Lewis is his first follow though, because I'm scrolling down his thing. So maybe it was true for a bit. He only just followed Lewis. It must have been, and I imagine someone in the Formula One organization was like, "We get it, but you, you got to follow. Like, you got to yeah, follow." Yeah, you got to stop. He didn't have to, but you know, Sebastian probably stayed out of it when. Uh, you know, they went to Hamilton when people finally realized that helmet marco was a crazy person and said just off the cuff things i'm so curious what what he talks about behind closed doors i can't even imagine what helmet marco says about lewis hamilton dude i cannot imagine the stuff that comes because like we're americans there's racism in this country but old european racism is like coca-cola classic dude i'm still freaked out when i'm in germany <laughs> it is it is that level of racism in in like old Europe. If you ever speak to like an old European, like I'm I'm Portuguese, I have a <laughs> lot of like European relatives. The stuff they say, I'm not saying. I'm just, I'm, all I'm saying is like, man, like 
people say some crazy stuff. Oh yeah, especially the old people and European people. <laughs> they say some crazy things. So I can't imagine an old, very rich and very powerful uh, man by the name of Helmut Marco and the stuff that he says behind closed doors. I can't imagine it. It's all it I can this say. feels like a Family Guy vignette, like waiting to happen. <laughs> Dude, America's only like 200 years old. Some of these countries are like hundreds, if not a thousand years old. That's hatred going back in time. You know what I mean? That's like you're building up a tolerance. Like there's just so much, you know, they got a lot to say. Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at StatesideF1 and TikTok at StatesideF1 Podcast. Feel free to message us, DM us memes, comments, questions, suggestions, etc. We will respond and follow you back. See you all next week. Later. Later.